0: Recording in
1: progress. Hello, everybody, Hello. and welcome to episode 12 of Equality Hello. and Diversity in the Music Industry. And today I have the Stay. Michael with me. I'm Hi, Michael. Good. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Shaskia? I'm very well, thank you. And it's such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Um, tell us a little bit about where you're from, what you do, and um, where you're based.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I'm Michael Markwood from Ghana, I'm currently in Ghana. Um, well, I'm um, <laughs> in music marketing as well as over the years had leadership roles in terms of label management, I mean, content, marketing, distribution, engineering, product development, a <laughs> and a few more.
1: Wow, such, so many amazing skills you have there. And Tell us a little bit about how you got into the music industry um, and how long you've been doing it for.
0: Well, it's been, well, since high school, but I mean, professionally over eight years. It's, it's many years over a decade, but professionally over eight years. Well, it started from high school when I was arranging recording sections for colleagues who I discovered uh, the talent and uh, wanted to try music uh, subsequently. I had to enroll and take courses on copyright as well as music business with Berkeley. And along my entrepreneurship journey, which um, I had to study in engineering as well as management, um, I realized with commercial law and other things, I mean, it's the same or similar industry in terms of applying I knowledge from all these studies. so well from from the point of high school I had the interest and I had to develop it I mean growing up as a profession.
1: That sounds really interesting and very inspiring so kind of being situated in Ghana um what kind of changes have occurred in the in the music market over the last eight years and how's that been? Well over
0: the years I mean I I see it as a a phase where people are trying to leapfrog the struggle. So we could talk about the era of CD sales transitioning into digital where, I mean, a lot of bigger labels see the opportunity to invest in artists in terms of distribution and content placement. Um, In the past years, we've recognized a lot of artists come from I mean, Ghana, on the international stage, even with BET and MTV Days Awards. Yes. Um, As a result of these, it has um, ignited the interest of labels to partner with these artists in terms of reaching other markets. So um, the underlining, I mean, straddle that has to do with um, collection, yeah. for societies in terms of distribution of royalties uh, hasn't changed significantly. But um, artists who are able to have better partnerships in different markets have been able to live throughout this challenge, I mean, to become global icons. Yeah. So um, there's been some change, but there's more to do especially in um, revenue collection for uh, royalties from TV and radio.
1: That's a great point. And another thing that I can remember reading not long ago was the major labels now also have offices in Africa. So I know that's another new development, isn't it? So
0: Yes, yes, it is. Uh, many are trying to establish partnerships with artists in terms of um, enhancing their reach.
1: Yeah. And do you find that as kind of um, the African markets are becoming more emerged and the explosion of Afrobeats and different African styles of music, do you find that you've had a lot more commercial interest and there's now a lot more platforms for unsigned um, artists to try and get heard now?
0: Well, um, over the years, the struggle has been investment. Uh, you know, money fuels most of the. Results that you see, and yeah. uh, a lot of artists being independent uh, against well established labels that understand the integrity of how labels work. For example, um, my last work as a label uh, manager or executive, yeah. we had to have physiotherapists, psychologists, and all of those, you know. But if you compare relatively to previous years, um, these things weren't even considered as part of a requisite to be on the management of a talent, you know, to enhance total output. So, I mean, if you look at the situation, things have changed um, with regards to how things are supposed to be. And knowing that um, from the... Europes and the Americas, things are done properly, so yeah. it's ought to be right for I mean us to follow suit. Mm-hmm. And doing that that has also enhanced the type of artists that you see on the global stage. Yeah. and that has also um, influenced other people to come into the market. And if you look at the global music report, Almost every year, there are a few African artists to mention in terms of label partnerships and views. Uh, That tells you, I mean, how rich the market is, supposing there's total
1: investment. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's really inspiring to hear that. And I love some of the music that's coming out of Africa at the moment. And and it's being consumed in large volumes across the world. Um, Another thing I want to look at is kind of equality and diversity. And kind of culture, and how have you found over the last eight years being a black male in Africa in the music industry? What have kind of your struggles and barriers been? Well, I mean, by default,
0: it's really a struggle. I mean, embracing new technology, yeah, uh, and I mean, <laughs> COVID created a total shift in terms of how people network and how people work together. Yeah. However, there are a lot of opportunities that also, I would say by default, you struggle to get because at the end of the day, the headquarters of many music um, distribution platforms, I mean, apps, streaming apps aren't in Africa, you know? So for example, if you had a song that... Maybe wanted to get banner placements, cetera. It will be a struggle trying to send emails up and emails. Or best option is to fly to America, yeah. get to their office and negotiate. So by default, um, I wouldn't even really associate it with um gender, but based on the demographic, yeah. you know, there's a struggle. And recently there's been some development of some of these uh, music streaming platforms like Boomplay, um, Apple, Spotify, establishing offices on the continent, which makes it quite easier for you to uh, roll up and send your pictures across ahead of time in terms of release. So it's really a struggle. and I mean, by demographic uh, or by location, uh, geography, sorry. Um, it's really um, a challenge that we are struggling with, especially to project artists to compete on the same level with all those um, in other parts of the world that have all these um, uh, agencies establishing their market.
1: Yeah, it's like an infrastructure that's already been built and you're kind of still forming that in- infrastructure at the moment. So that's a great point that you've made. Um, And how do you find it for kind of unsigned artists? And I know in Africa, it's kind of radio stations hold a lot of power, don't they? In kind of promoting artists as well. Is that right? Um, They still hold quite a lot of the power on how that music gets. um,
0: Practically over the years, things have changed. Uh, Gone are the days that you would have to listen to radio to discover the best talent or watch TV. Yeah. I mean, the emergence of social media does a trick, and we cannot leave out the trailers, the YouTubes, the TikToks, etc. Yeah. Uh, Also, I mean, if you look at what's happening to uh, radio and TV, people's attention span also plays a major role. So most of it is content from the streets, and once I mean, these content is magnified to the right audience. The radio picks it up. So there's been a reverse cycle in terms of how a lot of artists blow. Yeah. Because um, I mean, you could associate it with I mean um program development for radio and TV. You know, they don't go out to fish out the right content so it's basically what's popping up and they jump on it because that's what the audience want to hear so the cycle of um having a hit song starts from the street and for me it's the right way because you tend to build some good relationship with an already audience organic yeah. yes organic audience who are found um, uh, ready to listen to music yeah. and that is the also the right way to build your fan base in terms of getting live show attendance yeah. and going with them for them to experience I um, mean your content uh, your brand as well
1: that's great advice thank you Um, I would also say, like, if there's any artists, like international artists that are looking to break into Africa, for example, um, what kind of tips and hints, sorry, would you give to them regarding trying to get into African music markets?
0: Well, um, basically, you need to have a local partner, which is very important. Because, um, you know, in our industry, it dwells on relationships. Yeah. Uh, having a local partner means that you are tapping into an already existing relationship that could help you reach the right audience. Um, you need to have a budget. You also need to have the right content for the market. You could have all the money, but if the content isn't right, you wouldn't make or see the impact that you want to see in terms of reaching the right audience. So when you have the right content, then you can strategize in terms of um, having the right tactics in rolling up, uh, I mean, reaching or becoming the biggest or having the biggest songs. Uh, we, we can tell for a fact what a lot of um, these artists in America are doing especially with Nigerian artists on collaboration and features um, somewhere around 20, 2012, 2013, 2014. I, together with some Caribbeans also created a platform called AfroSoka, oh, wow. where Caribbean artists were collaborating with African artists as well as producers. And um, we had the likes of Stoneboy, record with um, Fan Lions from Trinidad and Tobago, Ketchup from Nigeria with Benji Gallen, uh, subsequently other songs. So um, that is to bridge the gap, yeah. you know, because bring people we, we Yeah, we are all aware we have similar cultures, yeah. um, Africa and the Caribbean, and <laughs> especially to also boost trade and investment because um a struggle at a time which still exists was a direct flight from africa to the caribbean and i mean if you go to the airlines what they tell you is well how many people are moving on a weekly or daily basis to where you want to have a direct flight to and it's basically about commercial engagement so I mean, that we thought music would be the foundation, you know, to um, foster that that type of relationship, especially for people to even experience carnival that happens now and then in the Caribbean, as well as them coming here to experience um, Afrobeat festivals and so forth. So we are still on it although it's been slow for a while um, but we're still in touch to see possibilities for newer artists and newer producers just to create that significant platform for proper engagement and conversation on comments and development.
1: Very impressive what a great initiative Wow, thank you for sharing that with us Michael that's impressive. Um, If there was like younger generations who are like you, aspiring to get into the music industry at the moment, what kind of advice and tips and hints would you give to them um, trying to enter in the music industry?
0: Well, um, it dwells on experience. Um, don't feel sad or terrible for making mistakes. I mean, try it once you feel get to pick up yourself and try again and make sure um, you, you talk to professionals who are ahead of you to get insights on things that you do not understand. And also, once you have a proper career path, knowing what exactly you want to specialize in, then you take up short courses to get the right knowledge. It might be a bit complex, I mean, when it comes to issues related to copyright or music law or other things. But once you have the desire to learn and get the right knowledge, I mean, invest in yourself. Uh, One of the things that I stand by is invest in the tools of your trade. And investing in the tools of your trade means that and you would be able to save some money, attend the music conferences, network with the right people, buy the right gadgets, that helps your work. So don't be scared to invest in the tools of your trade and you see the results and where you want to be.
1: Wow, that's fantastic advice. I couldn't have said it any better than what you've already said there. That really sets out the importance of marketing, connections, collaboration and education. Thank you so much. Um, is there any kind of links that you can share with the viewers if they want to kind of connect with you, if they want to find out any more information?
0: Well, my, I have a little startup called The Music Pharmacy. Yeah. And uh, what we've been doing over the years is to help brands, um, talents, and um, technology. We, we have the platform to link all these together know to advance music yeah so over the years we've created content in partnerships with um, radio stations we've helped artists create websites and also we are working on some products that would be ready soon and that is basically to enhance the reach of artists so the hotels, restaurants, bigger shops, public spaces that you see um, over here in Ghana. Our mandate is to create playlists um, based on, I mean, what's the shops and these public places, yeah. preferences are, yeah. and we get contents from these artists, I mean, to be included in the playlist for, people to listen. I mean, that is for you to capture passive audience. Once they capture, maybe they put Shazam, and it goes back to the cycle of them discovering your music, you know, and helping music to qualify you to whatsoever. And that is some sort of revenue generation for the artist, as well as once it's played in the public, you get to have some royalties I mean, accrued for you. Yeah. So that is one thing that we are working on to, I mean, uh, market all these talents, I mean, to, to capture some passive audience, as well as um, the other phase of this is we have playlists already on Spotify, Apple Music, Boomplay, Audio uh, map for active audience. And once they stream, there's direct income, I mean, for the artist. So it's both ways, active and passive. Yeah. Uh, as well, as you know already, we still run our consultancy for artists who are seeking to do collaborations, get bookings, yeah. um, brands who need music to create art campaigns, etc. So, I mean, once anybody is interested in doing something with an African artist or even a Caribbean artist, they can reach out uh, we can work it out with them.
1: That's amazing. Do you want to leave some handles and an email address maybe so con- viewers can contact you? Um,
0: our website is www.themusicpharmacy.com. Um, on Facebook, it's Music Pharmacy. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, it's at music underscore underscore pharmacy so at music double underscore pharmacy And uh, to connect with me you can find me on linkedin Michael macwood um on instagram and on twitter it's at dj al jazeera a at d j a l j a h z double e r a
1: so you can find me Thank you so much. And it's been such a pleasure to speak to you today. Thank you for dropping all these gems, this amazing, valuable information. It's been super helpful and supportive. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it.
0: I wish you the best. Um, I mean, we have another conversation some other time.
1: Yes, definitely. We will. For sure. We'll definitely keep in touch. Have a great day. And I will speak to you soon, Michael.
0: Thank you. Take good care. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.